Hey everyone, it's Deadbeat Hero. Welcome to another episode of Arcade Podcast. So the lockdown is over. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed everyone's out and about doing their thing and exhibitions are back, it looks like, which is really cool. So if you have a chance, go out and support your favorite artist or your favorite gallery or just spontaneously jump into some random gallery you've never seen before and start drinking free wine and looking at the art. Who cares? Just go out get influenced, get creative, and uh, work on your own solo project. You probably are. Hopefully you're doing that right now while you're listening to me. But if you're not, it's also okay. Just relax. We're slowly getting back into um, normal life. Uh, and yeah, it might take a little while, and that's okay. It's taking a little while for me, and that's okay. I'm okay with it. Really quickly, I just want to announce that this will be the last episode for a little while. We're going to take a little summer pause, as they would say here. And shout out to my homeboy, Nino, who has been doing all the graphics for the Arcade Podcast Instagram. Um, Nino Vanna has done some really cool stuff, but he's fallen behind, which can happen because when you have a lot of projects up and I'm just pumping out um, arcade podcasts every two weeks, it's hard to keep up, I understand. Um, so hopefully this break will give him a chance to catch up with all that cool 8-bit pixel art of our guest, which we all want to see. So Nino, I know you're listening. Get on it. We're waiting for you, sir. <laughs> and we... Really appreciate all the badass work that you've been doing for us um, on this podcast. So um, I really appreciate everyone who's listened so far. I really appreciate all the feedback I've been getting and all the constructive criticism um, that has helped me along to this point. Um, it really means a lot to me to know that you're listening and to know that you appreciate it. I really had no plan starting this podcast, what I was going to do with it and why I was doing it in the first place. I just wanted to do it. And here we are. And I've talked to some really great artists so far, and there's many other great artists to speak to ahead. So I'm really excited about that. And I have became more aware of myself as an artist because of these conversations that I've had. And I hope that it's kind of helped you out somehow. I don't know. Maybe you just like listening to my voice or listening to the voice of one of the other artists. That's also cool. Um, but if it helped you in any way, uh, that's awesome. And I'm really happy. So now that that's out of the way, I want to welcome our guest for today. Finally, finally, we have Frau Issa on the podcast. I've been trying to get Frau Issa on for a few months now. Um, but it just never worked uh, time-wise. And we wanted to do like a in-person interview or, or in-person conversation. And that didn't quite work out well. So we found the best way would be just to do it online. And that's what we did. And it was a really great conversation. Um, we talked about her art career, wanting to go to art school, being rejected, and taking her own path and where that led her and kind of her experiences in festivals and also her experience being um, a female street artist in a male-dominated um, graffiti street art world. Also, really quickly, I'd like to mention um, I am hosting some workshops this summer at my studio space. Um, you can find details about that on our website, soonartstudio.com. 
The name of the workshop is Tipsy Kunstler, and what we're doing is basically um, providing like a safe place for people to experiment with creativity. People who are usually not so creative and they would like to try to make something. Um, I kind of guide you along that way and we have some drinks, have a little beer, a little wine, and just really take it easy and I show you how to make um, some really cool stuff out of like wood and uh, acrylic and spray paint and you could take it home at the end of the night and put it on your wall or throw it in the trash or give it to your mom or whatever you want to do. Um, if you're interested in something like that, check out the website, soonartstudio.com. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this awesome episode with the one and only Frau Isa. about it so much so yeah so welcome Frauisa to the Arcade podcast <laughs> <laughs> thank you and thank you so much for having me it's like no an problem. honor to to be on your show I'm not usually I'm not used to do podcasts <laughs> so <laughs> have you done one I'm, before I uh, yeah I did one or two but um uh right now in the last couple of months has been just just kids and nothing else so if I drift into like a baby language or something, just let me know. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But thanks for taking the time really. And um, yeah, I, I've always really been uh, interested in your work and um, I've, I've been wanting to talk to you like since I, you're one of the first people I thought of when I started to, to make the podcast and so oh, I'm glad that nice. you're able to do this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, very sweet. <laughs> But um, so how has it been? Um, I know you've been super busy, but how was like this whole lockdown situation for you and, and how have you been handling it? Um, it was it was kind of okay for me uh, in the work um, work field, I guess, because yeah. lots of people like, like the first couple of weeks were crazy for everybody, I guess. But um, after a couple of weeks or months um people stayed at home and they figured out that they want some art in their homes like mm -hmm. in, on their walls or or in the garden so I, I have been busy with doing small pieces of private um houses that was yeah. fun because i was pregnant like the whole lockdown like the whole last year basically and yeah. so i i was I was happy to to do a little work, but nothing big and no traveling. So that was like kind of not convenient for me, but it was. It was, it was okay. helpful. <laughs> it's a little helpful. It was like a super um, special year, anyways. So it was for me. It, it yeah, it was out it worked, perfectly. Yeah, it worked out. It worked yeah. out. I had to stay at home like from September on, so that was that was okay. No traveling for me then. So it, it mixed with having a baby and having to stay at home. That was yeah. it was okay for me. And this and is your, your second child, right? Yes, it's the second one. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But it's so exhausting. Think about yeah. second babies. Everybody says even... No, every, everybody says like the second one is like no problem at all. You're used to the whole, like you know everything, but... It's nothing like that. It's just like a hundred percent more work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like starting all over again, basically. Not really, but you have like 
you have it just you have two two kids at home and yeah. you have to do like <laughs> double the work <laughs> i don't yeah. know how people do it i I'm can't like, even imagine yeah. <laughs> 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 no it's fun it's, it's really they're lovely but um yeah like usually you you take some time off when you're like having a baby but if you're an artist and like working as an artist you yeah. never stop like i i never stopped so that was kind of exhausting for me yeah of course you have to keep you have to keep working you know it's not like you yeah have kind of pay time off or something <laughs> yes right. like um if you tell like your clients no no i can't i'm having a baby no i can't i'm like doing this it's it's yeah. getting annoying i think and everything is so fast they forget about your work when you're like one year doing nothing yeah yeah and so it's kind of a pressure to to stop uh, to to continue and not to stop working. Yeah, it could be a little stressful. I I can imagine like when you're when you're forced to stop and you're like, okay, I have to focus on this now. Like I have nothing else. <laughs> like this is what I have to do. This yeah. is top priority. Like number one, and then everything else. Is, yeah. That's but also money is priority because you can't be <laughs> yourself for the babies. Yeah. I can't even imagine like uh, yeah. I haven't gotten there yet to to the baby. I'm still at the puppy stage, but yeah. <laughs> and even then, I can't think about having something <laughs> puppy. I'm just like, no, just one is enough. I can't. Yeah, I can't one is enough. I tell you, one is enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, how did your like your venture into art uh, begin? Were you always like really creative as like a baby or as like um, as a baby, but as like a child? And when I was a baby, I had a, like a very artsy face. Well, no, I I, no, I, <laughs> I, I I think I was always like creative and I loved to paint even as a kid, as a little kid. And then I, I decided to go to an art school with 11 and my parents haven't been super happy because it was kind of a, a expensive school, like not as okay. expensive, but yeah. And yeah. I have uh, lots of siblings and I haven't got that much money so mm -hmm. but I, I i was very consistent and wanted to go there so i started with 11 to really do some art and with 16 i started to do graffiti mm -hmm. um with my first boyfriend it was very cool and yeah. then I, <laughs> and then i i stick to it because i loved it so much to do um yeah graffiti and the, this whole bigger sized murals i, I really loved it yeah. and were you spraying in, in Vienna? Like, uh, did you start spraying in Vienna? Or were you uh, no, not in Vienna. You're from Vienna. Okay. I'm, I'm from south of Austria, from uh, Klangfurt, from Carinthia. Okay. And there uh, right. have been a couple of little walls, and I started there. And oh, okay. Yeah, and then I, I worked with the city to do some um, festivals, small festivals. My first fest uh, graffiti festival was with 17. I organized it with the city of Klangfurt. It was quite ah, fun. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you have at the festival? Did you invite some graffiti artists from other towns? Yeah, from all from Austria, I guess. Yeah. Everyone was there. Like we have <laughs> been so so young, and I, I think yeah. there were like fifteen graffiti writers in all Austria. <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was a fun time. Yeah. What was the name of the festival? It was very creative. It was Graffiti Days. Graffiti, graffiti Days. days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it with a Z? Graffiti Days with a Z. No, not not okay. even not creative. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, was did fun. anyone that you invited um, to that festival? Or are you still in contact with these same artists? Like, yeah, like actually, my husband was there, and 
uh, Nigel was there mm-hmm. and his whole crew, and we met there. So, um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, when did you decide to move to Vienna? Um, I think when you grow up in Corinthia, you want to move to Vienna um, mm. as soon as you can. So, I, um, <laughs> I had uh, like I finished school and then I straight went to Vienna. Or mm. I, one year after school, I was 19 mm-hmm. when I moved to Vienna, yeah, and started. Uh, I wanted to go to the Angewandte, of course, mm-hmm. like everybody, and I, I tried to apply and applied and applied and applied, but they never, they never wanted me. Uh, so, yeah, but the Angewandte is the is the is the art school here in Vienna. The art school, yes. And so, like if anybody one, doesn't know who it is, what that yeah, is, yeah, the Angewandte and, and there's the building that is the 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 other. Mm-hmm. Academy for Applied Arts, I guess. Is like like Agavante is like one of the, the major ones. Yeah. Yes. And I wanted to go there like since I was a kid. And I think I applied eight times. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But it never worked out. But in the meantime, I'm very happy that it was like this. Because I think it made me a little bit more, um, I don't know, it made me stronger in the, in the whole art thing mm-hmm. and in, the, mm-hmm. in finding my style because nobody taught me anything so i had to do it by myself i guess I don't yeah know. yeah You've, you took a different path than like the usual yeah. path that, that a lot of people take because that road is there for a lot of people to take and yeah you found it you found a way through the woods kind of <laughs> to get there yes. which is more in some in many ways more you find more creativity or you get a lot more freedom yeah. that way i think i yeah. think yes and and i I was never um, depending on someone else, like a teacher or a professor or something. It was just me, and that was yeah. it was cool to like organize some a gallery to have an exhibition there or something. It wasn't never a university thing to do. It was it was my doing, and yeah, that was personal projects. Um, yes, yeah. I think so. Did, so you didn't you didn't get into there, but you did you apply at any other other schools or? No, I, I like um I cancelled the whole art school thing after okay. uh be denied like eight or nine times. I don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. there was enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like that's it. That's um so then what did you do after that? You just started to do your own stuff and you started to organize your Yeah, own. I, I started to do um a little illustration and um yeah, tried to work as an artist and make exhibitions and some um yeah, commissioned pieces, and it worked mm-hmm. out okay-ish, but the money wasn't there. So I started to work um, a little at the MUMOC, it's the Museum of Modern Art in Vienna, mm-hmm. for a couple of hours, for one year and a half. Mm-hmm. That was fine, because it was the perfect combination of like doing my own stuff and um, having a little bit of money to to pay the rent and stuff. So the pressure wasn't there to have to earn money. Yeah. And that was the time I think where I tried to find my style and find my way. And that was, that was cool. And after this one and a half years, I stopped working and just worked as an artist. Awesome. Yeah. And so during this time, were you also doing a lot of graffiti and stuff here in Vienna? Yes. At the, the, yeah. the Danube channel, mm-hmm. um, a little bit. And, yeah, some walls, but like the bigger walls have been like, yeah, it was, I think my first bigger wall in Vienna was 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was afterwards. 
I have oh, okay. no idea how old I was at this time. <laughs> but so before you were just doing like, like like stuff on the canal, like independent yes. carriage and stuff. Yes, yeah. and traveling a lot and doing some some legal graffiti and, and yeah, commission work. But it wasn't it wasn't the time for this whole mural art. Mm-hmm. I think it was before that when it started. Yeah, that's not too a big thing. Yeah, I think it was after. I don't know. I think in I 20, 2013, I think it really started. I'm guessing because I, I got here in 2014. And that's yeah, and I, think, I think it was, it was the first year of Calle Libre. And yes, yes, it's exactly. And yeah, was, and I think it was the, the first mural started in Vienna 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, around that time. I think with uh, Inoperable was doing so many yeah. stuff like with Roa and stuff like that. But Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. My first wall was also with Inoperable Gallery. In That's the seventies, awesome. yeah, that was cool. <laughs> but the, it was very complicated to get the permission to the walls back then. I think my yeah. wall took two years to get the permission. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, Nick uh, from Inoperable had talked about this quite often about like how difficult it was to get to get the people to sign off for walls and how that all process was just a nightmare. Yeah, yeah it was because everybody in the building had to give the signature to it and say yes to the draft. And there was kind of like, it was impossible. It's wild. Yeah. When you start to do mural art, like, was this like a passion for you that you like, I want to do bigger and bigger walls until, and like you, you just kind of looked for walls to paint or were your focus, was your focus more on like doing illustrations and getting better at, at smaller paintings? Um, I don't know. I have always been working on like, smaller canvases or, or digital paintings. So I always did the smaller parts and the whole mural art like came to me like naturally, I would say. Like there have been some invitations from festivals. I I really never asked somebody about a wall. It just mm-hmm. happened. I think it was kind of lucky for me because my style is very easy and people can relate to my style and they find mm-hmm. it they find it um, not aggressive it's it's very yeah. silent and and calm and easy so mm-hmm. and then, and I'm a woman so I got invited to a lot of festivals because of this fact because mm-hmm. <laughs> there so like there was a lack of women so everywhere yeah, yeah. Um, and so I came to the to the walls I, I did um and they became bigger and bigger and i liked it but it was like the first day of painting a mural is always a nightmare and i'm mm-hmm. sweating and i hate it and <laughs> i say i will never do it again <laughs> and then i make the sketch and then it's everything's fine but yeah, yeah. I, I don't it's know it's getting sketched down yeah it's yeah. it's always a challenge the first day I, i'm really really excited but super it's super scary <laughs> yeah yeah because <laughs> you know you, you go to a city and you have five days to finish this wall and then True. You, you like mess up the sketch and everything yeah. will look like shit when you leave and you can't do nothing about it and it's like the worst the worst feeling <laughs> but do yeah. you remember what your most challenging wall was um there have been a few challenging walls i think for me, it was definitely a lot of challenging walls. One in, in Luxembourg, there was, it, it, I stayed there for one week and it was one week of heavy rain. 
and I needed to like roll the the building with a roller mm. and no spray cans, so it washed down like every day. <laughs> so no. it was rolling, and next day the half of the wall was down again. Wow. And then I finished on the like the last the day before, before I last. Yeah. That, yeah, and the mayor of the town told me I had to get rid of a part of the wall because he doesn't like tigers. <laughs> there was a tiger. Oh, no. And and then I said, like, what what the fuck? I'm not doing this. And and he said, Yeah, he's paying for the wall. I have to remove it. He hates oh, tigers. Man. And he was a really nice tiger and it was like a big part of the wall. Oh <laughs> and no. And I really had to get rid of the tiger. So <laughs> and what did you a, do instead of the tiger? And just some some shitty plants. <laughs> <laughs> I was so furious. I mean, it was the first time where I contacted my collective. I, I, I called like the guys from the weird. What should I do? I yeah. can't get rid of the tiger. And everyone was like, ah, fuck it, get rid of the tiger. Yeah. It, it doesn't like, I, I, I was so exhausted from all the rolling and the rain. And uh, yeah, but that was, that was, that was fun. Wow. That's, that's horrible. But it, it, yeah. It was like in the, in a, in a, I don't know. I have never seen the mayor. He always like called, but I imagine him like super fat on the throne, like waving <laughs> around with like, his scepter and like, I don't like tigers. Get rid of all the tigers. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I still don't know. It was it was so it was so much fun because it was a a kindergarten where I, where I painted on, mm-hmm. and the kids loved the tiger. Oh. No. But it's all from that one guy. Like if he wasn't the mayor or if there was a different mayor, it would the tiger would still be there. It's just yeah. It's amazing how one person with power can can like, Yeah, with money, I think wall. it's always the money part and the all these festivals depend on the money of the cities. And if yeah. they like have no budget for next year or something, it's really I think everybody nearly cried. <laughs> It's crazy because you're, you're you're working so. Oh my! I can't even. I'd be so. I'd really be so pissed off. <laughs> like nobody told. Like nobody he even knew saw the sketch guy, before. He yeah, that's before. okay. Then I would totally take a shit. And I would be yeah, like, no yeah. way. You saw what I was painting already. Like you yeah, couldn't tell me like a week like ago. Tigers. What should he do? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that was that's fun. wild. <laughs> No, but um, other other walls. I don't know. Um, I've been invited from from Nick from Indianapolis to um, to the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. in 2015 or 14, 15. I don't know. Um, and like they, we have been to a, like a little town where there's no tourism, and it was kind of a social project as well. And it was very nice. It was a really um, an amazing experience for me because you always think like yeah the Dominican Republic so nice beaches and everything is super awesome and then you go there and see how people live and how dirty mm-hmm. everything is and how crazy um, this gap is between the people who are doing holidays there and people who are actually living there and we have been yeah. to like a small town um, like motivating young people or kids to do something else with their lives and maybe doing paintings and they, they brought like paint and toothbrushes and toys. And it was a very nice experience, but um, it was also kind of hard to paint there because most of the people hated us being there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they like, like um, 
Yeah, that's cream to death. Uh, one guy what, even what pointed. They... The, the, one guy even pointed a gun at a guy no. who was painting. Yeah, it was kind of a crazy experience, but yeah, it was well, a very real, real experience. Why didn't they like you being there? I don't understand. I don't know. I think they felt a little bit um, overwhelmed by like ten white young artists fully equipped with cameras and tattoos and being cool as fuck coming in this yeah. town and painting there and their houses. I, I think it was a little bit too much. Sometimes okay, yeah. Yeah. it was, it, it was my, exp like, I don't know, my feeling there. Maybe it wasn't that. Yeah. You just said they weren't really welcoming to like outsiders who feel like they, yeah, not, not really. The kids loved us. The kids was like, they have been amazing and it was really nice. I wanted to stay there for the kids. They had a great time, but um, it was hard, I think, for the people seeing us like walking around, like super rich, you know, with, mm -hmm. with in their eyes, pet, yeah, yeah, pet cameras and equipment and all the paint and staying in the hotel and like being loud and listening to music. And I was, I felt like it, it felt wrong for me, yeah, kind of. And Even if like um, Evoki is doing this festival or I did this festival. Mm -hmm. And he's from this town, but even for him, I think it was a little, maybe he was intruding. Oh, we have been mm -hmm. intruding. I felt like this. But, okay. but afterwards, it was, it was uh, for me, a really um, mind-opening experience to see mm. what's happening. Yeah. yeah. I spoke with Skero like a while back, and Skero told me he was in... He was doing a, a tour with uh, Texta in Africa, though I believe, mm -hmm. and they went. They wanted to do um, a music video there, like while they were there, and they wanted the music video to be really like real. So they asked the the cab driver to take them to like the, you know, the slum side, like the mm -hmm. the ghetto side, so they could be more with the people and and do this video there. And and he said once he got there, he totally regretted it. Like people were like sleeping on the street and. You know, like uh, sleeping on sleeping on shacks, and there was like dead animals on the street, and he was like, "Fuck," you know. And he's like, "It was really too real for him," you know. It was like, yeah, it was the same for me. I think it was like this realness. Um, it would affect me in the same way, I believe, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. But yeah, where do we go from there? Well, I don't know. We have to, Maybe we have to brighten it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I can like. Tell another story. It was, it's kind of funny, but also kind of spooky. Um, I've been to Mauritius. Like there was like the complete opposite. Next year, like the, the following year, was at Paul Louis. It's a art festival in Mauritius, and I've been invited there for two guys who are like half Austrian, half Mauritian, and this has been like the best experience of my life, I guess, because um, it was it was such a nice. Um, vibe there all the people have been so nice to us and they are like doing this festival in this main town of Mauritius in Paul Louis mm -hmm. and everybody who's living there helping is helping out like everybody I think loads of people are just helping out to do uh, to make this happen uh, festival happening mm -hmm. and I've been painting there and had some helpers there because we had to paint at night because it was it was too hot during the day and it has been on the parking lot. And they and had lights for you and everything. Yeah, lights and, and like Wi-Fi and it's super crazy equipment. Like <laughs> they, they did everything to make this work. It was very, very, very cool. Um, and one guy who was like standing there and like helping out just 
casually mentioned what was happening there on this parking lot before I painted there. I said, mm -hmm. yeah, what, what is this place? Because it was strangely like a, a gap between houses and it was used as a parking lot. And I was like, this is a strange place. What was there? And he's like, yeah, there has been a casino and the owner had some like fights going on with other people. So he like burned the casino and like locked it up from the outside and lots of people died. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my, God. oh my goodness. Oh my God, why are you telling me so sketchy? <laughs> <laughs> and I painted like three women super happy. Oh my God, everything oh, is so cool. <laughs> and I'm like, no. No. Oh my God. <laughs> that okay, is thanks. Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, so casually talking, like if, if he was like telling a nice story. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yeah, there was. Maybe he just wanted to tell someone. He's probably, everybody already in the town knows it. And he's like, he just, he just feels really happy <laughs> spreading that, that news to people. To someone new, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked what this place is. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to tell somebody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So when did you start to develop your, I guess the art style you have now, like um, when did you start to feel like this is something that you wanted to, like these characters, these really beautiful women and these really like gentlemen that you paint, like, like <laughs> I don't know, and, and animals and everything and, and the way you, you do illustrations within illustrations, which I always thought was really cool. Oh, um, like when did the style come about? Um, I think it developed like an, quite naturally when i started graffiti i always did characters i never did like styles or doing like something with letters because i was super bad at it mm -hmm. and so i always liked simple characters and i got older and my skills got better and so i sticked with characters but they like they grew up with me and they become more mature and the women like yeah um, they got noses. I, I never, I never painted noses. For example, when I do, when I did graffitis, because I hate oh, really? paint noses, and now they have this little triangle as a nose. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I started to um, be able to do fingers. At first, I, I, I mm -hmm. never did fingers; just like super wonky, um, chubby. I don't know, yeah. comic like, hands. Uh, like arm balls at the end, like <laughs> yes, something like that, and then they became fingers, and they like the body developed a little bit more like realistic in kind of way. And mm -hmm. for me, it was always, um, uh, always I was always sure to do something naive and not that like super realistic. I I wanted to like show my fantasy part. I don't like to do something realistic because i know how this looks in real life or yeah i, don't know. I, I understand it, that completely yeah you know? it was not my intention to do something hyper real because yeah i'm super lazy when i'm painting so i want to do it very quickly <laughs> i totally understand i'm the same way like i i've had jobs where people want like something realistic and i'm like i nah. i'm sure if i really wanted to i could but i really don't i don't want to stress i stress so much over it it's like because you know what exactly what it should look like, and if it doesn't look yeah. like that, then it's like, fuck. And it's, it's like, it's like it the, the worst if it's like kind of looks like realistic. 
That's yeah. the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. It, then it looks <laughs> horrible. Let me just draw a cartoon and everybody will be happy, okay? It's like yeah, you can yeah, that, use that, your imagination. Yeah, use it. <laughs> like, look at it. It's super fun. It's yeah, nothing yeah. like anything realistic. It's more fun that way. No, and I really, I, I really think it's like, um, yeah, it's more interesting if you paint something that it's not really there like this. Yeah, you have more liberty to to play with it a little bit more and, and yeah, to it's, exaggerate it's, certain things or to highlight certain things. And yeah, it's more playful and it's, it's. Um, I think you have a different emotion when you look at it because it's mm -hmm. kind of childish in my, like in my art. And so sometimes people feel it's very, it's my, my art is for kids, but mm -hmm. it kind of moves something in people. Maybe it's yeah. the childish um, or the, the naive part. I don't know. But, the child inside. I think. Yeah, the child inside. Maybe I had one yeah. like one um, client. <laughs> I did some illustrations for a bakery, and the client was the bakery, and there was the agency who hired me to do these illustrations in my style. And I think it was a young young woman who asked me to do it. And then the boss of the agency came to a meeting, like to the presentation of my first draft he looked at it and was like what is this why is this so childish can, can't you draw and I'm like what is this he just like stared at it and couldn't understand what it is why is why does it look like a child's drawing oh man and the, the client was there too and she was like ah, i don't care I, at least something is like getting done <laughs> thank you so much okay wow <laughs> incredible yeah and then was i was like it was the first time i was uh, in a situation where i had to um describe what i'm doing i never mm -hmm. thought of, of it before and then i had to like uh, yeah so you had to describe tell, what it was to, like to, to yeah, give it a meaning to them for them yeah to, to tell him what my what illustration is kind of oh, he never, okay he never, yeah. he never, <laughs> 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 it was very very strange that is really weird yeah. Well, um, yeah. I mean, uh, nothing against people who do the realistic um, spray paint. Because I think it's no. I, uh, I, like, that's totally amazing. It's just like way beyond. Like it's you need so much patience for that. At least um, for me. Yeah, to do it, a lot like, of dedication to to details and to like yeah a, a horrible Super amount of hours into the work yeah. and yeah it's I. Fantastic. It's like for when me, I see work from like from like Smug, for example, is on, yeah. comes to mind. Like it's just he also plays around. It's also kind of cartoonish if you look at it, but it's also realistic in a yeah. lot of his work. Like, and it's just amazing. It's just yeah. But Let me think. Awesome. I'm super bad with names, but I think Smug was on a festival in Sweden where I've been two years ago. Mm -hmm. I guess it was Smug. Yeah, and like everybody in this festival was doing realistic work, and mm -hmm. then I came. <laughs> and I felt like it sounds stupid, but I felt like the disabled child of the family, really. No. <laughs> like, oh yes, Isa, you can paint two in a wall. Because everybody was like massive, realistic yeah. work and, and like everybody was going nuts about it. And I had this wall where some there was a gap between there was lots of gaps. It was a metal wall and it was ah uh, so riffled metal yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah it's kind of but like the it was corrugated. really a big yeah. riffled metal so I, it, that's horrible my my 
my painting was like super naive at the beginning, but it was like even even less realistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like exactly. super shitty. On the, did you use okay. spray paint or was it with... Yes, I had to do spray paint because it wasn't like... There was yeah, no the other possibility. Yeah, the surface is horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, on the they all like showed the, the pics of their walls. <laughs> yeah. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You have to make the best of what you got, right? Like yeah. talent-wise I mean, and and uh, and wall-wise, whatever you have, like just go and just do your best and hope for the best. <laughs> Yeah. But it was it, it turned out nicely, and I I wouldn't have like had a bad feeling when I was like when and when it was like just a normal festival. But it was so like the yeah, other artists have been like really really hyper real and super yeah. awesome year, and I I really felt like a kid doing something. Yeah, I was fun. yeah you should, yeah I know exactly what you mean. But it, it, at the same time, it's you know. It's cool to have this diverse diversity of styles, you know. So yeah, people, I think so too. We all love it. Yeah, people I think so it. too. Um, and I think it's important to to have different murals yeah. in the city because everybody is like hyped up about this hyperreal stuff. Like mm-hmm. all the like, if you talk to um, people living in the city, so like to consumers, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. They are super impressed by it. like how can they paint like this and this size yeah. and it's so real. <laughs> and for them, it's I think important to see other other types of art too, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. mural art right now is a little bit turning into this realistic. Who can paint bigger and more realistic kind of mm-hmm. way? I don't know, or is it just my impression? Maybe it's just I don't know. I haven't. Um... I guess it depends. I think it also depends on on the the continent and like the location. I think in in the U.S., I I see. I think styles like more cartoony styles are really more. At least in Texas, from what I've seen, it's more um, more people are doing this style and it's more um, welcomed because okay. you know, if you have like a if you have like a cafe or a restaurant, then you want like really some cool activity happening with some funny faces like okay, something yeah, that like, feels friendly when you come on. inside mm-hmm. yeah like it just feels friendly you know when you come in and and a lot of details where people can kind of see and it's different every time they come they notice something different yeah um, but there's also a lot of really great uh, uh just in san antonio where i'm from i know like two or three or three really great uh hyper realistic painters and stuff and they get a lot of a lot of jobs um so i but there's there's a lot of room for both, so I guess it just depends. Um, I haven't really yeah. noticed like a lean to towards one side or the other, honestly. I think it depends on on like the people who are doing the festivals or the galleries who are organizing these murals. Mm-hmm. I I think it depends on on them what they prefer. Yeah, I think most. I think you're right. In the festivals, I think it's most you see more um, the hyper realistic stuff happening. Yeah, like um, the, the most at least in Europe. You know? Yeah, I think it's just impressive. It's it's yeah, and, Definitely. and in Europe it's not like that long that we have these big walls and with all the like people, especially in Vienna, people need to get um, to know this whole mural art. Still, they are not really into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of the old buildings, and I think with this whole impressive work, they they warm up a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm, they like mm-hmm. it because they are impressed how artists are doing it and maybe 
it's getting more diverse. I mean, it is. I'm, yeah, but more a, more acceptable a, anyway. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed any um, like creative bugs in your in your children yet? Like any like are your kids aren't to draw a lot or crayons or anything yet? Or? Uh, yeah, my my son is three now and he loves to paint and he loves to draw. Like mm-hmm. um, since he was like one, he's like super into it. And but yeah, he's. <laughs> He's kind of a weirdo. He, uh, he's <laughs> lovely, but I I really try to make videos when he's like drawing because he's explaining mm-hmm. everything he does. And it's like, and then I don't know. I, I can't talk. Like I'm, I'm breaking <laughs> off in baby language. I'm sorry. It's, no, it's, it's, it's already happening. It's happening. <laughs> no, um, but he's he's very funny. <laughs> he does yeah. fun stuff, and he likes it. That's... He he. He's like too young to remember, but he has been um, at the first festival with eight months. Um, mm-hmm. I did a f- very big mural when he was eight months. And then we started to uh, like, travel a lot with him. But mm-hmm. he can't remember when I when I like show him pictures of him on the lift. He was like, oh, yeah. that's not me. I can't remember. <laughs> like, okay, cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I honestly can't remember anything that young either. So it's yeah, it's I, like I super normal. But <laughs> I hope like this summer we are going to Denmark to do a mural, and I'm so excited about it. It's like the first first flight since ages. Yeah, since this yeah. whole pandemic uh, shit, and I'm super excited because it's the first. Well, since so long, and the first mm-hmm. war with two kids, I have no idea how I'm going to do it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, um, I hope I ha- don't have to go to quarantine. I don't know. Let me. Yeah, the rules are always changing, so that's yes. a, that's the thing. We never know what's what's happening. Like, we're also in my in my studio. I'm trying to now now that everything's open again, try to organize some stuff um, to try to actually make some money here. You know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, hopefully we can make it work, but I'm afraid because we just opened up the uh, the alternative space here, um, I think about a year, like right before COVID started, mm. basically. And we had plans for this whole 2020 to, to do exhibitions like every two months. And like I was all gun ho about it, like yeah, ready to go. Yeah. And and then, you know, like most people just like it hit yeah. and they were like, okay, we wait. And I'm really hoping I don't like get back on the bike again and then I have to stop and and like, you know, and wait for these regulation new regulations and stuff, you know. So we'll we'll wait. I mean, I'm going forward, but I'm hoping that I don't have to stop again because it's so hard to get your momentum going after being like stuck for so long. Yeah, you know? of like, course. It's like okay, I have to now have to start to plan things at the talk to people in person like oh my god what's happening yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Much. So, <laughs> so much true. so much happening but so uh true. but yeah that's awesome is it a festival in, in denmark um not really it's like a commissioned uh war from a little town um cool. yeah it's it's really i think it's organized by a gallery or an agency an art agency and they do a, a lot of walls but it's not a festival so there's just me in this um, time frame doing this wall and I think they do they do like a couple of walls per year and um, yeah I'm very excited about it but That's awesome. like um, I had my first exhibition like on Thursdays a couple of days ago what is it Monday like yeah four days ago I have been um, 
in Corinth here because I had a stamp um, produced. I don't know if you saw it. There's like no, a, a, ah. sonder, a marker, like a, a okay. yeah, a little postal stamp. The right time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was this big presentation, and oh. it was the first. <laughs> Sorry, I started laughing again because it was the weirdest. <laughs> it was the weirdest event I've ever been at. Um, <laughs> I went there and I was super stressed out because I had to travel with the kids and like I have some paintings there and this guy who was organizing it was like super, super, super old. And he, he was like, yeah, everything has to be perfect. And I went there and it was like the presentation of this stamp and it, it's organized by the post office and the stamp collectors, like the philan, okay. philan oh, what is it called? I don't know what it's called, but philatelisting something. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they collect everything around stamps and letters okay. and yes um mm -hmm. like they all have been over 90 years old like all <laughs> attendance at this event so they have every every stamp that's ever been made yes they're like they're <laughs> the same age as the first <laughs> the first stamp yeah. and, and i, I didn't stamp. i didn't expect this because it was like there were posters all over the city and i know that a few people from this town know my work and i i thought that someone is coming because of me but no <laughs> it was just this <laughs> and I, I needed to sit on a table and sign letters with the stamp on it <laughs> and the then like on. everybody came to me and wanted to talk to me and i was so stressed out because <laughs> I, I i haven't talked to so many people in one year and I, like wow. It was so strange, and they had, like even had arts and crafts with them when they put. I can just imagine a bunch of. I can imagine it. Right now. It was it was so strange. It was really, it was really strange, and then I had to uh, talk and explain street art to them, like with a microphone and everything, and it was like really crowded. I think there have been like fifty people, and I stand there. I stood there, and it was like. I'm so sorry. I, I I can't talk. I'm not used to talk anymore. And it was exactly that. And then I brabbled for a minute and I think he stopped me and then everything was over. It was <laughs> kind of a strange, <laughs> strange evening wow. for me. But it, like the output is really amazing. I have my own stand now and it's a Sonder marker and you can buy it. And um, even like the, what is I, I never knew what the difference is in English from stamp to stamp. You know, the one that you stick on it and then the, the thing you stamp there, on it. You, there's no difference, yeah. It's the same word. The same. It's, just, it's a different... Same word, yeah. yeah you, but can stamp, different... you can stamp, yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's a different word. thing. It's a different thing, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's, a, it's, it's next to each other, so it's like crazy yeah. that it's the same name. So you put yeah, a stamp on a stamp. stamp. Yeah, stamp to stamp. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, I have both now. I have a stamp and a stamp. Uh, nice. I guess you could say ink stamp. Like ink stamp. Ink oh, yeah. Stamp. Ink stamp. Yeah. I have an ink stamp on the stamp. Yeah, that's Pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. I like so, it. what it, was was the ink stamp? Ah, was the ink stamp like an official <laughs> thing also with them, or was it? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, they have this mobile post office at this event. It was so strange. There was this mobile <laughs> post office open on two days where you can get a stamp, this ink mm -hmm. stamp on yeah. the regular stamp, 
and <laughs> then you can send it like from there from from the exhibition so there was a guy working there this mobile post i i can't describe it it was weird we had to be there <laughs> that's crazy that's awesome yeah it was funny that's that's awesome that you have your stamp so your art is actually going all over the world yeah hopefully i hope they yeah. don't like keep it in their stamp collection i don't know um sure. I, my mom was the best my mom attended because i i told her if like if she could watch my kids a little bit if i'm too busy or if like my husband is um if it's a little bit too much with baby and the the older kid and so my mom came and wanted to buy stamps like four stamps and they are worth 85 cents each and so mm -hmm. she thought it's going to be 85 cents each mm -hmm. it was not it was 12 euros for five uh, four stamps and What? she was yeah she was so pissed she didn't buy any <laughs> <laughs> no. my mom is a fan my mom is a fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's amazing yeah i guess because they were collectible so yes uh, it's like this this special edition thing, special edition thing <laughs> my mom was like no no way no, no way <laughs> i'm not yeah that's funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah what can you do yeah but it was it was nice to do something on so um such a small piece you know like a stamp mm -hmm. is really something opposite of a Huge mural. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. Did you have Did you have any um, like creative family members growing up that you looked up to? Um, family members, I don't know. My dad is a stage actor, um, and my mom is a stay-at-home mom, so and not that creative. I think she mm -hmm. hates everything. Without, no, she doesn't <laughs> hate anything. Um, no, she doesn't understand it. She does understand it, but I think she's afraid of, um, like, of the money part. Because my we mm -hmm. have been like always super poor. Because my dad didn't care about money at all. Mm -hmm. He was mm -hmm. like acting, and acting is the only thing that counts. He and he, he yeah. loved it, and he still loves it. And money is something we don't need. Yeah. Of course, you need money when you have five kids. But he was like. Ah, we don't need money. <laughs> and so she hates that part, I guess, um, of the artist part. And all my siblings do something with money and something else. Because okay. I think they we grew up with, like, yeah, kind of poor. And so they hated it so much mm -hmm. that it's yeah. like they went in other um, directions. But <laughs> I was the, the last child and I liked it. I, I liked the way my, my dad um was thinking Raise about you. money yeah. yeah i it kind of helped me later when i was working in vienna as an artist because i yeah i didn't have that much money but i mm -hmm. like worked with it it was okay i was like kind of used to not having that much money so that helped a lot yeah definitely i think this is a an important lesson that it's like it's often overlooked like um especially if you want to be a creative like work in the creative field like This way to live with very little is like, uh, yeah. You, just, you have to live like that for a little while to to understand it, like how how it works and like yes, what and you actually not, need. Like, yeah, that you not that you you can't like just slip in this art in this working as an artist and just like earn money. It's it's not happening. And yeah. if you know that it's 
it's not the worst to have like little money, then it's okay. But if you like used to have everything and then decide to be an artist, I think that's very hard. So I, I'm glad I started off this way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause like my dad always told us like, we don't need like, I don't know, a PlayStation or we don't need that. And when you just, have this in mind you don't need like a fancy this or you don't need i don't know strawberries in december then it's like okay we don't have that and this like i learned a lot of it and it it yeah it helped me a lot in this Mm -hmm. like difficult times yeah i think that's very valuable i think my father was kind of the same way because he he came from he came from cuba and he he was in the army and then he became a mechanic but I learned from him, like subconsciously, he never told me, but like, I just saw how he would take these old beat up cars and fix them up and then sell them. So like, we didn't have like money all the time, but when we really needed money, he's like, okay, he found he did old something. Car. He, yeah. would, he would fix the car and he would sell it. So like he, he always had some way to make money that was sitting there. Like it's very typical Latino also to have like a lot of jewelry, like, yeah. like, like with diamonds and rings uh, and gold and stuff and and okay we need money then he goes and he pawns it you know and then he has money like for that point and then he goes and he buys the 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 rings and jewelry back when they have money again you know so it's like you can live you have to be more creative in the way that you make money it doesn't have to be if you don't have one way and just working nine to five and doing that and then earn money and it's yeah it's it's I think that's a it's a cool lesson to learn as a kid that you don't yeah. that you have to find your way to like and that you can do anything you want like you can mm-hmm. um, just fix up a car sell it and then you have like food again <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's exactly. a really it's a really cool lesson to learn yeah yeah definitely and, and especially seeing him like being self employed like later like having his own car shop and all this stuff I'm like man that looks like it'd be so cool to just be your own boss. Like that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And also you see that you have to work like twice as hard and you have yep. to like, you don't have um, holidays and paid holidays and mm-hmm. like insurance and stuff. And you have to like, look after that. And that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, in that, in that part, I have to say my dad was like a negative example for this because he, yeah. like when he had some, um, he never opened bills, like for example. Yeah. It was like yeah. a packet full of envelopes <laughs> on his desk. And I always knew, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. So that was yeah. a negative example, too. That was kind yeah. of uh, good for me as well, because I am opening but, up my bills. Yeah. I also would always put the bills to the side personally, because that's just something that I just didn't want to see. Yeah. But, um, but that's why I have now, luckily, my my wife is like the other the opposite of me so she could tell she opens the bills and she puts it right in front of me <laughs> she's like uh can you pay this now can you pay this now for me uh just go ahead and pay this now. okay i'll pay this you know if it's my bill I'll just go ahead and pay it and then that way it's done because i know if i <laughs> it takes a second really yeah, it's, it's so, so much easier these away. days it's, a, it's so easy to, to look away and to not know True. everything but it's like something in your neck you know it's it's there yeah 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 it'll sneak up on you it'll sneak up yeah. it's like one day it's like it's too late now you, you owe a lot more it's like yeah oh. that's the word yeah, <laughs> you need to have some something someone to balance you out a little bit <laughs> that's like that's creative people yeah it's, it's cool but it's always nice to have like 
like your wife or my husband who he he's yeah. like he's the only child of a family and they like always had like everything they wanted I guess so mm-hmm. parents both working and with one kid it's it's like a kind of easier and they traveled a lot he, he's like he grew up exactly the opposite of me but mm-hmm. it's so good because we are really like yeah we um he knows his stuff yeah he wants to shut out he knows his stuff i know my stuff and it's cool so um i also have to ask you because you're actually the first um like street artist uh, female street artist that i've had on the podcast (laughs) and so (laughs) which is really a shame because i really like when i started this podcast i was like okay it has to be like i really want to like I, I don't know. I want to see from both sides, like everything, you know. And it's like it's so there's so few of few. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really sides. a shame. I mean, there are there are like more and more, and I think even in Vienna, yeah. it's starting now. So you will find. Yeah, something. yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I've, I have already a bunch that I'm that I have like on the list, you know, for cool. for the next few stuff. But um, I really wanted to have you on, um, to, and I want. I know you've probably been asked this a lot, but I just wanted to ask you about like your experience as like a female in the street art scene um how this was for you and and um, stuff like that like if yeah. you have anything to say about it yeah i think so yes it was always an issue to be like one of the few female artists um like as i said like, i i was studying graffiti when 16 and i really was the, the only girl in my hometown and i think in austria there have been like two other girls doing graffiti it mm-hmm. was like um yeah yeah two two others we knew each other obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and it was kind of hard to be accepted because with this age as a teenager they have been like super cool this graffiti guys you know and mm-hmm. like ah uh, um like they they crashed all my pieces and it was like eh, she's not like setting your rules because I'm yeah. painting characters and girly stuff, and we hate it. So the beginning was kind of shitty, but um, I, I, I found it funny from the beginning. And mm. later on, I, I kind of liked it because I, I grew up with a lot of boys, and I'm I'm not a girly person, so I really I enjoyed the time traveling around with a lot of guys. Because mm. like when you go to a festival and there are like twenty guys and you you have to share uh, a yeah. lot yeah. <laughs> so yeah. but it, it was okay for me because i yeah I, I liked it i like this easygoing and um uncomplicated way mm-hmm. this graffiti guys uh live their life and I, I i i liked it i had never had like a bad um experience and later on um i we started the collective the weird and there are like nine guys and me. Mm-hmm. And when we traveled around, it was awesome because I was mm-hmm. the only girl and I always got a single room for me and they had to <laughs> share a super big dorm. <laughs> I got my own shower. Ah, oh, it was nice. amazing. Yeah, it felt really cool. So no awesome. negative um, experiences from my side. I, I enjoyed it, mm. but I, I always say that it's a pity that so many um, women are not like maybe they're like a little bit afraid of of starting to do it. Yeah, because a lot of like the, a question I always get is like, why are so many um, men there and so like less women? 
and I think it's I don't I don't really know because I'm doing it obviously because I mean I like it but it's like tough work you have to go on a lift you get dirty you're like in the mud or in the rain or something but I think yeah. there are some tough women out there who is who are like capable of of that definitely but um yeah I, I, don't, I also I don't, don't know, know. I don't, I don't know. know. I think about it too, but um, I think it, it it is definitely intimidating to get started if you if you, especially at a later age. I mean, you started like in your mid teens, but if you're yeah. like already like twenty eight or or thirty, and yeah, like, that would that, that's yeah, I can imagine like, to start okay, so wanna, late and then yeah. Ooh. I mean, I mean, I started late with 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 uh, street art and yeah. And when did you, when did you start? I think it was. 2010 maybe 2011 but this mm-hmm. is like my first when i did my first spring piece you mm-hmm. know it was like one of my um, sweater man characters and that was only because i was invited by um another like uh, graffiti artist to go and before then i always would want to like it's like this is awesome but there was no legal walls yeah, you know yeah yeah and how do so, you start i think it's yeah it's, exactly and um, if you don't know the rules also but it's and it's intimidating it's honestly yeah, like for me it was like fuck this is like i don't want to just go and start painting and if some guy comes up to me and says yeah, like pick, yo this is my up. this is our spot so i just stick <laughs> to my sketchbook you know i'll stick to my sketchbook and i'll draw funny funny characters in there and that's that's fine you know but and it wasn't until i actually moved to vienna to where i felt more like um more like less yeah more confident but like less uh yeah because vienna is i guess easy, more yeah. encouraged yeah. Yeah, you have all these legal walls and there's all types of types of art and uh, it's different styles, different levels. And it's like, okay, cool, I can do my thing here. Yes, and there's it's not that hardcore, I guess. I think the worst thing that could happen is like somebody like hating you cross. secretly. Yeah. <laughs> no cross like your stuff. No cross your stuff and yeah. Yes, cross your stuff. Like that happened to me like a thousand times in the beginning. Like I got crossed so many times. But yeah. Yeah, it's part of the thing, you know. But the thing is, when you just like when you don't let it bother you, you just keep going. Then that's when you're like, you know, that not just in street art or it's just any type of field that you love. Like, yeah, uh, you can't let you other people. Yeah, you can't let people like push you around a bit or like yeah. tell you, or like exactly because they can't. It's what you love to do. This is what this is the way you want to go. So, but yeah, for me it was uh, I can I can kind of understand why there's not so many female street artist but uh, in Vienna I think it's 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 more open for everyone now I mean especially talking to like Skero and Infect and, and Shu and these guys um, yeah it was it was more hard like it was harder earlier but, yeah sure because yeah, it was more it was more graffiti you know and it was more about um, territory and like pushing your style and like yeah it was it was a little bit cooler different. and now it's like more um artsy and more illustrative and yeah there's more room there's, for others yeah exactly yeah but um i i kind of have the feeling it's getting better with the female part um because a lot of girls asking me um how they should start and how i started and it's what's really difficult for me is to give advice to to them because i started with 16 and and if somebody asked me like how did you do it i'm like 25 and i wanted to do it i I, I can't like give advice i don't know i go back go back in time go back in time yes you too late stop (laughs) no um but for me it was easier because i started so early it's it's it was it was very 
natural everything. So I, I'm very thankful that I started so early. And yeah. another time with like some magazines and not like Instagram or stuff where like yeah that's intimidating. Yeah, I yeah. think it's super intimidating yeah, if you if you want to find your style and you see everything in seconds. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely um, it's a different time, like you said. But I think the the easiest way for anybody to start. I mean, it doesn't matter the age really, but it's more of I mean just being persistent about it and going yeah just and trying to get better and, and, and exactly and the stick rules. to it and, <laughs> yeah. and, and stick to it and, and do stuff even if there's no money because really lots of like um people ask on instagram what can they do to earn money and i don't know you just have get to work and do, yeah. <laughs> no but just work and work and do stuff and do stuff and do stuff and someday yeah. somebody will pay you for it i guess yeah, that's true because it's it's never guaranteed. That's like that's just how we that's how we roll. Yeah, <laughs> it is. We can't this... like, if you ask somebody to like I don't know. You can't go out there and say, "Hey, cool, I'm an artist. Do you want to give me money?" It's not working like yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's no, no, just no. not. So I think yeah, many people can't understand that who don't come from like a like a more self employed type uh, of background or or have tried it in their life because yeah it, as an artist especially you'll have like really one good job if you're good enough you'll have like one really good job really well paid yeah and you're good for maybe a f few months if you're lucky like six months that'll kind of last you for that time um but then you're gonna have time where you don't you don't get any jobs you're yes, just gonna be like fuck what do i do and that's when you have to like kind of then you have to work well, and do stuff and yeah like, you have to work you have to do creative. paintings you have to make shirts and sell shirts you have to go to markets you have to you have to do shit you have to be more proactive yeah, and you even have to like spend money in this time to mm -hmm. get shit done and like produce prints or, or do yeah. stuff yeah and, and I even think that's it, not guaranteed no. because you you buy the print you sell the, and you're trying to sell the print you get an edition of 20 and you sell two and you're like fuck mm -hmm. yeah. like my shit <laughs> give me money yeah. i spend so many <laughs> if i could just break even please yeah no I, it was the, the funniest thing about this uh, whole stamp thing was like i sold one um one print and i was super mm -hmm. happy about it and then like my husband told me yeah cool we spent like 400 euros for our, <laughs> our like room. We spent 200 of frames. We spent 70 from Pasco Tooth. We spent so many time. You spent so much time doing the illustrations. Very cool. 120 euros. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's the thing. Yeah, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, of course. It's, it's I like just it. how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean obviously it's cuz you're doing it so it's like you have to you have to love it you have to yeah and and like really be persistent and not letting nothing should let you down like yeah if you don't have money do something else in the meantime but never stop working if you really like it nevertheless yeah. the style finding is is it is very difficult but if you listen really to yourself you know what you want to do i guess because I, yeah. I always knew it, it was kind of easy for me. I think it can be hard, but deep down, it should be easy. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, like, I think, it should be real and easy. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it's really difficult for, I mean, 
it should be easy, but it, there's the hard part is waiting for for it to to manifest. To happen. Yeah, right? yeah. It's kind of like um, it's there. You know, it's always there. It's always been there. But it's like how do you how can you shape it and and where is where does it go to? You know, and like um, yeah, and yeah, and, and the it, influence. Really I, I think it's it's the, for me the most um, difficult thing is like to not be influenced by mm -hmm, others mm -hmm, i always mm -hmm. hated it so I, i kept away from all the magazines earlier or now i i don't look that much on like instagram or behance or pinterest or whatever mm -hmm. i i mm -hmm. try to stay away from all this influence mm -hmm. um because i'm like super I'm, i'm getting depressed when i look at all this good stuff and then <laughs> look at my stuff and i don't like it anymore so i think yeah. Yeah, that's that's a hard part to define where you are in the middle of a thousand styles. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you can love other styles, and they're like, "Wow, I really like how this style is." And then, and there's a part of you that's like, "Maybe this is your style too." Yeah. Like, if you love it so much, maybe this is try try it. You know, try drawing this, and then maybe you you incorporate that in, in what you're doing a little bit, and then. That creates then another, another style, that, new version yeah. of that. Yeah, I think so that's. It, 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 I kind of find it. Um, I, like, I'm, I'm influenced by everything. I just can't help it. Like it's just, it's it's not Instagram. It's like comics or or toys or, or anything. Just yeah, like but influences me. Of course. And I think it's a, uh, it's just a matter of like absorbing it and then, uh, and then I guess, putting it out in your own in your own way. And, but it's. I guess it's not so easy for for a lot of people. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess for creative people it's easier, but I don't think it's hard for other people too. To yeah, sure. I, I can I can imagine it. It's hard. I'm very thankful that it was easy for me, <laughs> and yeah. that my style is so easy because I'm a lazy bitch. <laughs> I need to work a lot, so I'm super quick. <laughs> has your style has your style changed at all since since the kids? Like, yes. have you have you yes. been drawing differently? And unfortunately, it it changed a little bit, and I, I, I think not this. The style changed too. It was more colorful, I think, when I got my first kid. But um, the technique changed. I had to do so many things on the iPad, so mm -hmm. most of my stuff is digital, which is. Yeah, I like I like doing doing digital work, but I would love to paint more. But it's so much more work and so much more time mm -hmm. consuming. So I I don't know. I'm I don't have that much studio time because um, yeah. yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. They steal your time. They eat your time. <laughs> you have no life but with your kids. I tell you. Yeah, but thankfully the iPad is there to, to kind of yes, it, it really. It really helped a lot because you can like sit on the couch and between um, all the breastfeeding you have like one and a half <laughs> hours and then you can yeah. like make a job and earn some money or paint something, be a little yeah. creative because if you stop, I think you're going crazy. Yeah, yeah, of course you need you need it somewhere. Like I've I've found myself uh, relying more on the iPad. Um, now i think since i discovered the procreate like yeah it's uh, amazing it's been it's been a game changer for me and now i'm doing almost all my stuff there but it's kind of it's good but it's also bad because i don't i don't paint um on canvas so much yeah I'm it's, doing it's all my really stuff a shame first. yeah i do it all digitally and i i i usually 
draw on my iPad to prepare for something to paint on the wall. So like I have like a, like a Rolodex, I guess, of like different, uh, if I'm going to go paint, I, I can say, okay, I'm going to paint this one or paint that one or. Yeah, um, sure. And that's like super practical to do it on the iPad. It's really, it's yeah. For sketching, it's amazing. And even for jobs, I do all my illustration jobs on the iPad. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. convenient. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully you can get to, to doing some paintings again. Yeah, I would love to I have a new studio since October. In September, mm -hmm. like my baby was born and in October we had to move a studio from Vienna to uh, Mödling. We, we are now officially out of Vienna. Um, mm -hmm. And the studio is super huge and super, like, it's amazing to paint bigger stuff. And I was so motivated, but I, I can't just like <laughs> find the time to go there. And it's, ah, it's yeah, making yeah. me crazy. But I hope but like, in a couple of months, I will like hopefully start to paint. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, but, but then um, everything's starting again after this whole crazy year, I hope. What yeah, it seems like we're actually going that way, which is awesome. Yes. Like everything is starting again. And I see people on the streets and people in cafes. And it's like, wow, it's feels like... Like I can, I don't know. I still hold my breath when I walk by people. Which is yes. like, I'm just like, huh, huh? no Corona today. And I just kind of keep walking. Even though I'm vaccinated and stuff, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I just don't trust. I don't know. It's it's too hard to yeah, break that weird, habit right? already. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, I do the same. It's really, it's going to take a little while before I can like Go not near wear people. a mask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I, I wear a mask on an elevator. I'm just like, I don't know who breathed this air before I was in this. Oh my God. Like, okay, know. you're a little too crazy then. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some weird people in my flats and my okay. building. So I got to okay, take yeah. care. <laughs> also, they stink, so it helps. Yeah, I think so the mask helps. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> if anybody from my building is listening to this, you don't really stink. It's not you I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. <laughs> but yeah it's gonna take a while for i think for mentally for us to get back to to where we were but at least things are opening up again and like i'm really hoping that i could do stuff here in the studio like i'm planning to do a lot of workshops here uh in summer. yeah that would be amazing to do <sighs> stuff with people yeah. yeah yeah and for me the whole traveling part is really ah I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for everybody, I guess. But I, I flew so many times, like for all the painting, and it was a huge part of my life. And then it kind of stopped. Yeah. But I'm blaming the baby, not COVID. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it both happened around the same time. So. Yes. So. Yeah. It's somebody's fault. <laughs> and so, um, what was your uh, experience with like festivals and stuff? Do you. Um, did you have like good experiences? Do you, would you do more festivals like if you have the opportunity? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it's kind of I don't I don't know. It like it's festival sounds always like like something happening with a lots of people, but most of the time these mural festivals are like just um, some culture. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. They it's just one gallery or or one organization inviting artists to paint but it's not always in the same time so you just are alone in this town doing your painting and go back again yeah, so it's yeah. not really festival like <laughs> as you imagine yeah. maybe like <laughs> something going on you just dare paint and go back but yeah. um yeah i have to say i don't really have like some negative experiences it was kind of great everywhere except mm -hmm. the, the tiger part 
but <laughs> Except the, rest for that was, one, yeah. the rest was amazing. <laughs> That's so good. I would love to to do more and more and more. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I think I need a nanny or something, but I'm so bad. I, I like to keep my kids around me. So yeah, I don't know how I, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you figure it out. I think, ah, I think so. Uh, I think, I think my, my husband has to figure it out how he's doing. <laughs> that's true <laughs> no it's that's very true. it's very nice of him he's really so much help because i'm like doing the sketch of the wall and then he's filling he's filling the bigger parts and rolling and then watching the kids and then cooking he's really he's really doing the work i'm just i'm just the, the, the name <laughs> the face <laughs> that's super important it's super important to have someone to to be there to support you and all that stuff not just yes with the babies but for for your creative uh, yeah it's always nice to have someone like helping out just like to talk about all the stuff like what's going on like at this festival where everybody was like super hyper real i was really kind of um questioning my style and i was like i don't know is it cool enough am i like am i like not capable of doing better but then like when you have a partner and you can talk to him and like Basically, he's just there to tell me how cool I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it helps a lot, like to yeah. reflect a little, and yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. My wife is starting to get into um, doing festivals and stuff now, and like because she started doing street art not too long ago, but ah, cool. more geometric stuff. And yeah. uh, so it's cool that to see her doing that, and and she, for me to be able to support her, like she's. Been, been supporting me like the past few years you know what i mean like it's cool to to kind of have it flipped and yeah that's, can kind that's of really cool help each other out mm -hmm. so it's cool to have a partner a lot of times most of the times you most know times. when you agree on stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah for us yeah. it was like kind of always has been that way because we have a little uh, illustration agency together mm -hmm. so we have been working together since we like we met basically we started with this agency one year in our relationship so mm -hmm. we have been together 24 7 since 10 years now <laughs> it's really crazy wow. yeah yeah it goes by pretty fast huh yes really yeah yeah you had a you had a studio upstairs from that from that gallery right um by yes but, uh, at yeah. Oshinsky. Oshinsky yeah yeah Astor. yeah I didn't want to try to say it because I always butcher the name. But yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's so important for Vienna to have like this small places because with inoperable yeah. like um, stopping, it was kind of a strange episode with no yeah. little street art gallery there. Yeah, I mean we have oxymoron and yeah, um, sure, and the the, the hive are. Yeah. Boys. The, the AG, AG Axen, or AG18, I think is also doing like ah, yeah. stuff like that. That's a kind of um, new one in the first district, right? Yeah, I haven't been there, but yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of, yeah. uh, had a lot of cool, cool exhibitions that have been going through there. Cool. We were trying to do stuff here in our space before yeah, COVID, but, but I think I'm... The worst timing yeah. to start something. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to kind of reel that back in, like kind of wait on that for a little bit and focus on workshops and things that make money a little bit yeah. <laughs> then, because there's enough there's enough uh bills to pay like yeah enough bills to pay that's for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> it never goes away and somebody's opening them <sighs> right in front of my face so right, i need to pay throw them, them out 
<laughs> They've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't see it, then you don't, yeah, nothing yeah. happens. No. <laughs> cool. So do you have anything um, besides the uh, Denmark thing? Do you have anything else that's coming up that uh, you want to talk about? Like um, you, any projects that you're working on? I have a few things going on like in the summer, but it's nothing really I can talk about because it's like, or mm -hmm. like it's, it's happening. And I, I paint in Germany, in Beirut. I do mm -hmm. some hotel rooms for a nice artsy hotel. I think oh, it's cool. going to be cool. Um, oh, okay. But like, it's nothing really special happening. I don't know. I, oh, okay. I really, I'm, I'm not ready yet to do so much work because uh, the last yeah. couple of months has been so busy and crazy with like, uh, it was, it was kind of hard for us because um, the baby was crying for four months straight and wow. it was so exhausting and then we had to work and so we decided to like do not that much stuff this year. So Denmark mm -hmm. is cool and I go to Germany to do this hotel and I think that's it. We have um, yeah. we have a 10 year anniversary with The Weird. The weird, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And Nick was and, telling me about this. And you yes. guys are working on a book, right? Yes, that's true. And yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Nobody's doing anything for it. He's already super yeah. pissed because everybody's so busy <laughs> and lazy. <laughs> but we try our best that it's going to happen before the year ends. Yeah. So it's not yeah. easy with so many different no, people like, to work imagine with like ten super different people working on <laughs> one thing. And yeah, everybody and nobody's like, together. Like and there's people in Germany and then yeah, here and it's like, like oh. we are like all over <laughs> the world and everybody has kids, like nearly everybody. And so like yeah, oh, well, yeah. no, I don't have time for that. Can you do it? Yeah, sure. Two weeks later. Have you done it? <laughs> ah no, I forgot. So that's the progress <laughs> of the book. <laughs> so I hope we yeah. finish till December. Yeah, we yeah, should all look on, on that. That's the biggest biggest parts but that's it i guess cool. well thank you again for for being on the podcast i guess we'll, we'll just wrap it up now and so you can get back to sleep yeah to your beautiful family i think i need <laughs> yeah, to go to sleep, sleep. It's, i feel you yeah, it's feel like you. the sleeping part with kids i don't know it's like they, they, they hate it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why well can you imagine you just came onto this earth and you're like i can't fucking sleep there's too much cool shit to do yeah, i need to it's crawl like, and stand like the cool i have so stuff. much to learn yes <laughs> i would i think i was the same way i just i can't sleep i gotta learn some shit yeah. so yeah. much time wasted with sleep get up mother yeah. Stuff. let's party let's party yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm really i'm really glad that like um, she was not waking up till like the one hour and 23 minutes we had talked. <laughs> it's really, it's something. Yeah. Maybe she just heard your voice in the next room and she's felt yeah. like comforted that you were, that you were nearby. Maybe, maybe I should talk more when she's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just call me. We'll do another episode when cool. she can't sleep. And then, Let's yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wish you like all the luck for, for your projects and that you can Thank like you. open up soon. I I so, would really love to to come and see what you have done. Yeah, whenever you're in Vienna next, just um, shoot, you know, send me a message or something. You can stop yes. by for coffee, and I just got. You can wear a mask. It's okay. I think it's it's, it's <laughs> time for me. 
<laughs> no, it's only for for the elevators, and I'll just hold my breath. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. That, I'm not that crazy about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You have to show me your inf pass, and we'll be fine. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can talk in in July. <laughs> in July. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Hey. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope um, something made sense, I said. Yeah, I think it was all really, really great talk. And uh, again, I appreciate appreciate you taking the time and uh, and we'll be in touch. Anytime, like maybe in a year or something. (laughs) 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 It's like, let me me talk for an hour. Cool. Hey, have a nice nice night and talk soon. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.